0: I'm Sandra Jarvis, and you're listening to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl, day 24 of the October 31 in 31 Days Marathon. This is episode 31 Be Yourself to Free Yourself. Welcome to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl. I'm Sandra Jarvis, a Certified Trauma Recovery Coach who specializes in helping women who have left the LDS Church overcome the effects of religious harm. In this podcast, we'll explore the messages you learned at church that filled you with shame and left you believing you would never be enough, so you can replace them with pure truths that prove otherwise. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, everybody. I cannot believe that we have made it to day 24 of this marathon. That is 24 days in a row that I have been podcasting. So what's up for you? What's up for me is I've been podcasting. <laughs> so it has been a really busy week. I've actually done several self, self-talk self assessment calls this week, which has been really fun. And I just want to remind you that that is something that is available for you. If you are interested in learning more about coaching, if you would like to better understand your own inner mean girl, then um, schedule a self-talk assessment call. Um, The link is in the show notes. So I would love to meet with you. And actually, today's topic is coming from those calls because i've seen a pattern in the women that i've been talking to this week and that pattern like remember we talked about patterns just a few days ago so i'm kind of in the mode of watching for patterns <laughs> and in this case the pattern is around trust now that's not really surprising because women with a history of trauma or abuse tend to have trust issues like that's just normal since we are usually hurt by people who we should have been able to trust we it creates problems with our ability to trust and so that's not all that unusual but the thing that i've found really interesting is that the women i've been talking to this week are really struggling with trusting themselves so today i want to talk about trusting ourselves And how to take back authority over our own lives by showing up as our most authentic self. Because I believe that that's where the real power is. Now, as a coach, my clients hire me because they're seeking some sort of change in their life. And most of the women who I work with have some sort of trauma or abuse in their background that's still affecting their lives, even though they've been through therapy or done a lot of work or have been really self-aware. But the thing that seems to not get resolved, and this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone here because you're listening to the Silence Your Inner Mean Girl podcast, right? But the thing that doesn't get resolved is the negative self talk. It is fascinating to me that people make it all the way through therapy and rarely have this addressed. Now, I get it because it wasn't addressed in my own therapy that took place for like more than 15 years, but it's such an important piece of the healing puzzle that it surprises me that there isn't more work being done in this area within therapeutic modalities. So that's why I'm here. And what I found is that your inner mean girl plays a huge role in whether or not you trust yourself. Now, by the time my clients hire me, most of them are like, okay, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> Which is also fascinating because they're coming to me to learn to silence their own negative self talk so that they can learn to trust themselves and their decision making and their authority. But they're willing to hand all of that authority over to me as the expert. And to some degree, I mean, that is why I'm here, right? I am an expert. I've had a lot of training that's given me the knowledge and the skills necessary to help you stop talking so mean to yourself and start loving yourself, which can change everything in your life. But, and this is the important part, I am not the authority in your life. You are. I am not the authority for my clients. They are. I have expertise that can be very helpful to you. And I can give you ideas about changes you might need to make in order to get results in your life. But in the end, you are the authority over your own life. Now, my goal as a coach is literally to get you to take back your authority, To take personal responsibility for everything. For your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, the decisions you're making, the results you're getting, the relationships that you're in, the sensations you're feeling in your body. Everything in your life that affects you is your responsibility. And that's what I'm here to teach you. I want to help you become the best version of yourself so that you can get back to trusting yourself and taking authority over your own life it's important to recognize the difference between expertise and authority. Because expertise means that you have a high expert level of skill or knowledge in a particular field. But authority is the power or the right to give orders or make decisions, right? And so as a coach, I can teach you I can show you what's going on in your brain. I can hold you accountable to things that you agree to do. But it's entirely up to you to create order in your life through the decisions that you make. It's entirely up to you to trust yourself enough to make those decisions. And you are the only person with that power for you. When we quit trusting ourselves, we kind of give away that authority because we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for validation about the things that we should do or who we should be. And then we want to get the opinions of other people about everything, like the men that you're dating, which by the way, I'm not dating. So don't start any rumors, but it's an example, right? If you are in the dating world, you want opinions about the guy that you're dating. You want to know what everyone else thinks. Or maybe you're newly married and you're looking to have children and you're, you're getting everybody's opinion about whether whether or not you're ready. Is it time? Or maybe it's what college should you attend or what career should you choose or what's the best way to raise your children? What's the right way to organize your life? What should you believe about yourself? right? All of these things are things that we are constantly looking outside of ourselves in order to find validation about what will be right for us. When in truth, the only person with actual authority over you is you. And you are the best person to make those decisions. Now, Sometimes I think we actually want others to make decisions for us so that then if it doesn't go well, we have someone else to blame. (laughs) But look, when you trust or when you learn to trust yourself, when you really reconnect with your authority, when you show up authentically, then the opinions of other people literally don't matter. Now, none of this is surprising, especially for women. Like, we live in a world where women are not valued in the same way as men. The socialization around women is that we are not as smart, we're not as capable, we're not as strong, we're not as able. But I'm calling BS on that right now, because the women I work with are strong, and capable, and amazing women who have survived things that no one should ever have to survive. I've worked with women who have gone through horrible divorces and have raised families on their own. They have survived all kinds of abuse. They've overcome cancer and other medical diagnoses. They've clawed their way out of poverty. They've built businesses from the ground up. They have done all the things with all the pressures of motherhood and full-time employment and trying to take care of themselves. They are artists and authors and publishers and doctors and nurses and CEOs and engineers and lawyers and mothers, (laughs) which frankly is the hardest and most noble job of all, if you ask me. And still, these amazing women feel inferior. They struggle to trust themselves. They fear showing up authentically because they aren't sure if they're enough. Now, I'm here to tell you that they are and that you are. You are enough. You are capable. You are intelligent. You are intuitive. You have what it takes to make the decisions for your own life. Now, it's okay to need help whenever you have to climb out of a hole, right? It's okay to ask the experts so that you can gain knowledge and understanding. It's okay to do the research so that you can make informed decisions, But the problem comes in when we're unable to trust ourselves enough to form our own opinions. So rather than, you know, doing the research and hiring the experts and getting help from those we trust and then taking that information and and making a decision for ourselves, we want to turn the decision making over. To the people in our lives who seem smarter, or have more education, or are better experienced, or people who just know better. And what I really believe is that we actually fear not what may go wrong, but what we're going to say to ourselves when and if it does go wrong. We're afraid that if we make a mistake, then our inner mean girl is going to get really nasty and confirm what we already believed. And then we'll know that we really aren't enough, that we really can't trust ourselves, and that we shouldn't have relied on our own knowing, because it obviously wasn't right. But the truth is, The way we come to trust ourselves is through trial and error. It's through trying things out and making mistakes and learning to course correct. Because when we know that we can do those things, then our decisions become much easier. There's no wrong path, there's only experiences, there's only opportunities for growth. And the more often we choose to trust ourselves and move forward, the stronger that muscle of trust becomes learning to trust ourselves and take action allows us to feel more comfortable showing up in those authentic ways. And that is freeing. The title of this episode is Be Yourself to Free Yourself, because the truth is, when you own the authority over your own life, when you start choosing to trust yourself on a regular basis, when you stop caring what other people think about you, when you decide to silence your inner mean girl so that she no longer has control over your life, that's when you become free. Free to live. Free to be confident. Free to embrace who you are. Free to thrive. It changes everything. And so today I want to leave you with three tips for increasing trust in yourself. Okay? Because that's what this is all about. It's about increasing your own trust in you. So, tip number 1 is to keep your word to yourself. So, what that means is that if you say you're going to do something, then do it. And that also includes the commitments to yourself. So, I'm I'm actually getting better at this. But what that means is that there are a lot of things I don't ever tell myself I'm going to (laughs) do. I don't lie to myself and tell myself I'm going to do something if I know that I have no intention of doing it. All right. So if I have no intention of losing 100 pounds, then I'm not going to tell myself that I'm going to lose 100 pounds. I'm not going to hang on to all the clothes in my closet that are 12 sizes too small, because maybe someday right? If I have no intention of doing it, then I'm going to get rid of the clothes and I'm going to tell myself, you know what? I don't have any intention of doing this. And if I ever have intentions to do it, then I'll go buy new clothes. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to tell myself that I'm going to write a book if I'm never going to write the book. So don't lie to yourself. Don't say you're going to do things if you have no intention of doing them follow through on your word and follow through on your commitments to yourself. And that includes small things too, like um, going to the gym. If you're not going to go to the gym every day, then don't don't waste the money on your gym membership that's just sitting there making you feel guilty. (laughs) Decide what you're going to do and then do it the more often you do this, the more trust you'll develop in yourself. So that's number one. Keep your word to yourself. Number two is take care of yourself intentionally. So what that means is to start making thoughtful decisions about your own needs. Start putting your own well-being first. Ahead of other people. Sometimes that's going to mean disappointing the people in your life, but that's because you're trying to develop trust and you're trying to keep your word to yourself, right? So do things slowly. Don't commit to things automatically. Give yourself time to look at your calendar and to consider whether or not it's something that's actually going to be good for you. When you put yourself, when you put your own well being first, then it may not be the easy route, but it will be the way that you create that trust in yourself. So stand up for yourself when you need to. Be honest when you can't do certain things, right? That goes back to number one. Say no when you need to say no. Because that's it. That's how you take care of yourself. Choose intentionally the things that you want to have in your life. And put your needs above the needs of other people. All right, that's number two. Number three is to believe in yourself. And honestly, this might be the hardest one of all. But in order to learn to trust yourself, you have to learn to believe in you, to believe in your abilities, your ability to succeed, your ability to fail and be okay. (laughs) You have to believe in your worth. You have to believe that you have value and that you have something to offer the world. You have to believe that you're enough, that you're perfect exactly the way you are being trustworthy is all about creating a relationship with yourself so that you can turn around and then create trusting relationships with other people because here's the thing when you are able to trust yourself then you always know that there's someone who's got your back so just know that trusting yourself is a skill you can learn even you even if you've been through difficult traumas that have made you question every move you make, you can still heal. You can still do this. You can take back your power. You can be strong enough to claim your authority and start living life on your terms. It's one of the things that I teach my clients and it's something I can teach you too. So if you're interested in learning more about how coaching can help you overcome your trust issues, then I invite you to, again, schedule a free self-talk assessment by clicking the link in the show notes. Because you don't have to be miserable. It is totally possible to live a life filled with purpose and peace and even joy. All right. That's what I've got for you today. I hope that you have a fabulous day. And remember, go forward and trust yourself. we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl. If you'd like to learn more about religious trauma and adverse religious experiences, grab my free religious trauma checklist by following the link in the show notes. And if you're ready to take this work to a whole new level, schedule a complimentary self-talk assessment call with me. I'd love to chat about how coaching can help you silence your inner mean girl so you can embrace your worth and heal from religious trauma. The link to my calendar is also in the show notes. Talk to you soon.